Hello, hello, hello. This is the Ian Prendercast, another Carlton podcast. We're brought to you as always by 121 Media and MGA. Uh, my name is Sean Peterbudge and I'm joined by a couple of idiots as normal and I'll let you into the pre-record meeting. It's uh, as flat as a plate of piss in here tonight. <laughs> I've got to be brutally honest with you. That's, a, that's one from the great uh, Jim Cornette. Great man. Wrestling figure, Jim Cornette. Bit of a character. Much loved. Dr. Davis is here. Timbo Slice, what's happening with you? Oh, Sean, yeah. <laughs> You're right, it is flat. Yeah. We, um... I just hate them so much. <laughs> See, I, I, don't, I don't hate them. You've, it, honestly, everything you don't hate, you don't hate Port, you don't hate Richmond, you don't hate St. Just because Adam's been there. Mm, no, no. I reckon, no. I reckon in that time, especially St. Kilda, because he was there a while, and you got to play fantasy football and stuff with Rui and, and all that type of stuff. Like, you've got a soft spot. Mm. It's like, you know, your Bloods, your Saints. I just, I don't care for them. Like, as I, I've been at a game, it was the day all the St. Kilda players got stuck into Mark Murphy. And um, <laughs> got stuck in the mud. <laughs> no, no, and, yeah, that was the eighties. Um, and Jake I, Carlisle. I had a blue with a bloke behind me. And he was mouthing off at me, and oh. I turned around and I said to him, "Mate, we won our second premiership in nineteen oh eight. He didn't have a comeback for that one. <laughs> they just, I just really can't even describe how much I hate them. It's just. Oh, they're uh, the t- for me. They're the tier below the bombers. They're just they're why? just behind because they're shit. Yeah, There's but, nothing about that club that I like. Like they went through but, a period. But you like Nick, like Nick Rewalt, they're good. Nick Rewalt nah. actually. I don't know. I I didn't mind watching him for a bit because I loved Nick yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. But now that he's gone, I had that blink of an eye period where they were sort of decent for the first time in 50 years, and they sort of strutted around like it was the norm. Yeah, I get that. And you're like, no, it's the exception that. to the rule. And the world will be a better place when you go back to being irrelevant. I, I remember going be to like a game. like uh, Richmond. I remember going to a game where I thought we would just take care of them and they destroyed us. And, and it was... It what was, the was co- this? Was that 1995? No, no. <laughs> it was it was Eddie had and I went with Elise. Is this the uh, Mother's Day game? I don't know. I don't know. The Billings had played no, his only good game. Miles in. before that. I don't think Tim would have taken ten, a lease yeah, to the footy on Mother's Day. Ten years earlier. It was, I think it was as we were declining and they were just staying to lift. And they. they this is early Grant Thomas. Might days. have been. Might I, have been. I remember going they, to a they, game. They uh, destroyed us in a game that I thought we'd win. And I reckon we got done by 75 points. I reckon we played them again out at uh, Princess Park one day. I think it was 2002. And uh, they, I think they beat us by fifteen goals. I know. And they just, and it was that real. It was actually quite chastening moment of, it was oh, we're shit. We're shit, and they're <laughs> going to be oh. really good. All, all, no, all. Not even that. It was like they are like the second worst team. Oh wow, wow. And yeah. they've just done us by fifteen goals. We were a million dollars over the salary cap one year and won a wooden spoon. We weren't. We weren't a good side on or off the field. Yeah, we were cooking the books the wrong way. Correct. <laughs> uh, you did hear Faber Ganoush before he's here now. You treated the world to a quite extraordinary glimpse into your psyche <laughs> the other day on Twitter with that weird dream thread of that yours. That was weird. I've got to ask the question. I don't even care what the dream was about. Did you did you stop and think, should I publish this? This is coming from experience. Did you stop for a moment and think, does this belong First in the all, public forum? Let me start by saying, Buenos Saturday, guts. <laughs> um, 
No, I, I woke up and I was like, I was hot. I had like, I was just, I just had to get out. Of you the don't sheets. need to tell the story. And then I'm, I'm on the couch. I'm thinking, I've lived it once. Once is enough. That dream was so weird. I'm just, I'm just gonna tweet. It. I had nothing else to do, mm. so I tweeted it. It was weird. It was weird that you tweeted it. Yeah, you're right. Is that a good time? You reckon? Sub twenty five minutes. Thomas down to Bandura. You, but you've got no running. You've got <laughs> yeah. No, you've got no point of reference because no, the no. place you were running to doesn't exist. Initially, it used to exist, Bubbles Car Wash, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I went to a. But it's the same dodgy independent service station that's in a lot of my dreams. Changing lanes for just a moment. Twit. Inside, <laughs> yeah, the, there's yeah, no yeah, attendant yeah, there, yeah, and no, I just don't make me mute you. And I just take the candy bars. Where's the button? Without paying. <laughs> Where's the whistle? You know what I've noticed lately? A <laughs> Where bit, is the whistle? I've, I've noticed lately that, um, and this is a concern for every other business in the world, a lot of service stations closing down. This is the this is the moment to own a service station. Well, as you say, they're, they're only making a percentage on top of the price. Oh, well, Timbo, 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 the fact that I drove past one servo and it was $2 a litre and then I drove two minutes down the road and it was two dollars forty. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. South Meringue. It's like I thought, oh, one hasn't adjusted. And I went, I thought the next day it'd all be the same. For an entire week, north of Child's Road, $2.40. South of Child's Road, $2. What does that make 98? Like $2.70. It's, it's, yeah, about that. Yeah. So basically, I want to know why these servos shutting down. You've been waiting for this moment. Fuel is through the roof. We were teased. Remember when it got to 150 like 10 years ago? And everyone, Remember everyone, when I got to 80 no, cents everyone, during the pandemic? Everyone, everyone was like, this is outrageous. I can fill up. 150. But I'm going nowhere. <laughs> so what's going on with that? It's just pathetic. It's Stay horrible. in the game. Horrible. You, you know what I've noticed about you on Twitter, though, lately? I'm, I'm really on it. Nah, 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 nah. You're, you're coming out. You're a, was it, uh, 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 chrysalis. Is that what it's called? It's when the moth becomes the butterfly? That's what it does. You've been cocooned on Twitter for quite a while now. And then you're just you're just starting to spread those little wings. You're just really? starting to come out of your your hibernation. You're getting a bit more confidence. Doubtful. Yeah. No, you are. You are fab. Oh, now that you mention it, I reckon I reckon there has been a little bit of a show of colour of like. Yeah. In what sense? The caterpillar has become a butterfly right before our very eyes. It's taken you a long time to embrace this. I, I've said that you should be like you should embrace your standing as like the godfather of Carlton Twitter. Because you're the... That's what you should have. Because, you know... The this, Godfather no, no, theme just no, playing no, this, in the background. See, this is... I can get that. See, because Tim and I, it's like Goodfellas. We can never be a made man. Because yeah. we do not have Italian blood. I've got good eyebrows. But we, we can only... <laughs> you're very hirsute, Timbo. Yeah, you're certainly hairy enough. Um, <laughs> we, we, could, we, can, we can sort of be your little underling lackeys. You know, we can be your, your Henry Hills... You know, just below, but you know we can never truly ascend. Like you can be De Niro in Casino. You just Ace Ace Rothstein. Roth something, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just I've just noticed it, Tim, and I'm glad that you've noticed it as well. And I think this is something for us to keep a track of. He'll well, now go back into the cocoon. If that's the butterfly possible. can't go back into. No, he'll be trying to. Butterflies come out and said, "I don't like this life anymore because I was enjoying myself." But now I'm in a jar. Now, somebody's, I'm, in the now I'm stuck in someone's jar. Somebody's pointed it out, and I want to go back in the cocoon and think, turn back into an ugly caterpillar. I don't think I have increased my activity at all. He's now going to go and do an audit, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, no, he's, he's got the phone open and he's going back through his Twitter. No, I always look. I post the votes and what have you. No, you've been much, much more active. 
it's not even a debate. I don't know why you're you're even challenging this. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. No, no, no. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. Look, you know, I interact occasionally. Well, bad news for anyone who has been interacting with Fab because that's going to end now. <laughs> no, no I, I, I'll keep up my my. You're going to go back underground now. <laughs> I should have let it continue because. Do you like it that I'm on there? Sean. I'm ambivalent. You give me nothing. You give me nothing. I don't think you've ever liked or retweeted anything I've ever done from either the Prendercast or Sean Peter Budge. Well, I mean, that probably speaks more to the quality of what you're tuning out. I think you're worried. <laughs> Mate, I'm not worried. I've, I've grown that Prendercast account from having no followers. Oh, it astounds me that I'm about to hit 600 followers. Who the fuck is following me? That's an ex- excellent question. Wowee. Timbo's got like. I think me and Timbo want to race the 600. Timbo might have beaten me. How many followers you got, Timbo? Are you with us? 1,000. 701. That's a long way off 1,000. I'm, apparently, I'm following 1,099. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. I've only followed 85. Oh, wow. You get a follow from the big man. That's it. You've obviously got something important to say. Um, some reviews now. We've only got uh, the one review, which is good. I think it may We're be... We're going to slow this pod down, aren't we, and try to avoid all Talking discussion about the about, game at all. About We're, um, shit show that was Friday night. I blame it's late in It's late in day four and we're just batting for time now. <laughs> we're just going to see it out and, and hope that they uh, they call it off. Um, I think it's from the pistol, Willie P. Whoa-ho. Two Y's, two P's, two E's. Um, Mr. B Pod is his name there. One of the uh, original listeners. He got, he got upset when I called him, when I said, referred to that as the B Pod. He, yeah, he, he, got, he actually did. He got shirty. Oh, I don't know. No, I, I, I like Will. I like Will I, because, I think like just, me, I think he was just playing the game. I like Will because, like me, if he disagrees with what you have to say, he'll just say it. Whereas Timbo just ignores you. I, I me and Will just don't let it go, which is good because it interacts. And you ne- never let anything go. That's just that's a quality that you're like a first ballot Hall of Famer when it comes to just. He Not. believes arguing is an endurance of it. That's what he does. It is. If it was an Olympic sport, actually you are the Michael Phelps. No, it is because sometimes these people come out. No, who's like a really like a long distance swimmer? Kieran Perkins. Isn't he a long well, distance? Well, Grant, Grant Hackett, I suppose. He's more of a Shelley Taylor Smith, a Your Grant 20 Hackett kilometer specialist. <laughs> at Crown Casino. What, shirtless in the lobby? <laughs> Didn't he smash up a piano or something? The grand piano, yeah. Well done, Grant. Um, <laughs> It's a week of grants, uh, Grant it is, Daniel. It is a week of grants. So Mr. B. Pod <laughs> said, as one of the original listeners of this great network, Sean Fab and the Doc provide a great insight into an annoyingly successful football club, <laughs> usually providing some decent 90 bangers for the listeners. And as long as Sean doesn't get too niche, the pod is a great listen. I think the niche is what makes it. I've been connecting lately with uh, Leonard about uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger musicals. <laughs> do, you want to give, do you want to give Leonard's surname a, a crack? Pulia? No. Pulia. Oh fuck! I wasn't that far away. No, it was it was putrid, is what it was. Putrid. Yeah. You've been spending too much time at a local football club. Putrid. Boy, that's the way you said. Putrid. You've been spending too much time listening to Sen. Anyway, people can't just ring Sen and say that performance was bad. Putrid. They do like saying that. It's like shut up. I don't know who was telling me. Someone said they were listening to Sen on the way home. After the game, and there was like people rigging up. I'm ripping up my membership, and I'm doing all this stuff. <laughs> and, and the guy's going, "Mate, it's the best season you've had in forever." Exactly right. Yeah, you played 
crap tonight. Just move on. But mm. no, nah, some people are very emotional. Very. When, when Finey had to preside over people. You mean Viney? Yeah. Oh. People that would lose their it's like minds. Darren Hinch, been on air for 35 years and people still call him Darren. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mate. That is funny. Yeah. Um, but obviously, when, when things are fresh and people remain irrational, it's. Um, Open wounds, it, it's, it's either a really good time for entertainment or not. And yeah. Oh, it's very good if. An opposition supporter is an internet would have had a laugh. No, absolutely. It's outstanding. If you've pinched one that you didn't deserve to listen to an opposition supporter melt down right there in front of you. I can handle that. I can handle the Saints fans enjoying like it. Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson at, was it Wingfoot? I don't know. That's an Ari Gold reference. It's the first one you haven't picked up. Okay. When Nicky Rubenstein is melting down. Yep. At Yom Kippur. Mm, Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Putrid. My my uh, Hebrew isn't up to scratch. No, it's not. It's putrid. Who did we have? Didn't we have some sort of... Yeah, chutzpah. <laughs> we had to get some clarity. No, because I deliberately I'd said chutzpah yeah. as like as that's... It's, it is a bit niche, but that's how people say it sort of yeah. incorrectly. It's sort of like uh, ironic. And uh, yeah, the, we've got some listeners there who were not happy with that pronunciation. So they wanted it corrected. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we can learn. Prenda DJ. Fab was a big fan of this Prenda DJ. Oh, what a track. What a track. Yeah, well, as it turns out, six days was enough to stop us. Uh, we <laughs> rolled into Marvel Stadium on Friday night and, and got rolled. We dreamed the dream. Uh, so Tim W. And, and Leonard got it right. Uh, it was just about, you know, nothing's going to stop us now. Yeah. Um, Jefferson Starship. Or just Jefferson? Or I think just, it was just Starship. Starship. I think it was just Starship, yeah. But he changed so many times, didn't it? I like it. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. Started off as. Uh, I like that airplane. better than We Built This City. No. That track. No, We Built This City is a better song. No, I prefer this. No, comfortably. No, it's Tim- a personal preference. Timbo? I do like that song. Timbo? But, but it's not their best song. Yeah, thank you. We it's Built This City. Sarah is a good one. That's a good song, too. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you remember we built this city? It's a good song, but I just prefer. Again, you're trying to be too niche. No, to it's not niche. People. It's just what I like. You're trying to be too niche. He was doing this off pod earlier when we were talking about five favorite Carlton plays. We put the tweet out earlier today about it. I didn't see the tweet. And, and Fab was again, Timbo. He was very. I hadn't seen the tweet, so therefore I don't I'm know what the category you is. You didn't. said who are your fa- five favorite Carlton players, and, and then I clarified it. <laughs> and you were strictly royalty. Yeah. <laughs> It was nothing because my point about that tweet was like it actually shows a it can can kind of timestamp you, which is good fun, but it kind of shows a bit about your personality as well. Like, I wanted to see some diamonds in the rough, I wanted to see some lateral thinking, I wanted to see your Darren Humes of the world, bit of Adrian Bassett, yeah. Like, so I my example was on my five, I would absolutely have Adrian Hickmott, Mm -hmm. and it's like I'm saying he's certainly not in the five greatest players of the footy club. But I absolutely loved watching him play week in, week out when he played for us. Mm. Fab, of course, just goes for, oh, yeah, Sticks and Diesel. and you know, Sauce. Sauce. Yeah. Chris Yaron. He went to Chris Yaron when he saw us no, watching our eyes. How much more do I need to speak about Chris Yaron? No, no, you, you are a very big Chris Yaron fan. And who else did you have? Probably the Fev. <laughs> Yeah. No, Heath Scotland. Was no, yeah, that was no, later. that was way later. He sat there for ten minutes, <laughs> scratching. Yeah, everyone to else, pull everyone, I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to have anyone. I he wanted. Loved. He wanted Rowan Welsh. He couldn't even remember his name. 
No, I just said he. I used to like that bloke. He played, played full, full, yeah. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. That's fine. I loved him so much. <laughs> I can't even remember his name. I thought you were going to say James Cook. Remember that big no. goal that he kicked against North on the Friday night? No. He kicked a booming I goal. I remember um, Parko just being infuriated at James Cook. He said he's the most infuriating player he's ever coached. Because he had ability. Yeah. At least he wasn't pitiful. Like, Pittman. Like, like old mate Pittman. Yeah, that may sound harsh, but he has to live with that. <laughs> Brilliant. Malcolm's got some great quotes. He is. <laughs> the, I couldn't give a rat's toss bag. First ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. And just tell us what you're thinking, Malcolm. Yeah. And make oh, it about Oh, I you. will. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the classic Brian Clough story. They, they, this British newspaper did a poll about – there was something about quotes. Um, what quote would you absolutely not attribute to someone? Like something someone would never, ever say. And apparently, a whole bunch of people had Brian Clough no comment. <laughs> it's like he'll just he'll just give you good ask. Always him. give you something. Uh, so we'll talk about the game now. Regrettably, um, so only one review this week. Yep. Well, they're slowing down because you know we've got like got quite a few now. So the people picking off the the easy shout outs have all got them. They're all accounted for. Was Will happy with the uh, the win on the weekend? Got no idea. It's funny that he listens to this pod, although he's an Essendon supporter. I think he listens to the Essendon one as well. What's their one called? Uh, Don the Sash. Isn't it like the Franger Hanger or something? Or that might just be a Twitter account. No idea. They've, they've got one. They've got one. Um, do we want to talk about the game or do you just want to wrap up? Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Arrivederci, <laughs> ragazzi. You, know you, you know when you just look at Twitter, some idiot. Oh. He's a Richmond supporter, so it's kind of an oxymoron to go with that. Yep. Uh, he is uh, espousing the virtues of Marlon Pickett um, needing to be in all Australian conversations. <laughs> they are so they're just so desperate for just Whoa. validation. No they're, flash in the pan. They're He's almost, a genuine superstar. No. Okay, they're so let's, a, let's avoid the game a little bit more. They're so desperate. In a similar vein, what is Essendon supporters' obsession with Adam Sard? It doesn't end. And now all of a sudden, uh, and if Nick Hine does something Pasticho good, is from who's just been picked up in the mid-season oh, draft, Massimo here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who? Massimo. Massimo. Yeah, Massimo. Max. D'Ambrosio. <laughs> that was right. What are you laughing about? This is like an, an Avanti uh, session. Did you ever do Avanti at school? No, you wouldn't have done that. Mi dispiace. <laughs> <laughs> Dario is simply in retardo. <laughs> Shout out to it's Sam O'Keefe who translated that as Dario is always a retard. <laughs> it means Oddly Dario enough, is always is. late. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is awfully close. Well, it is. Uh, yeah, Richmond fans, they just, they're just desperate for validation. They're just desperate. And it's sad and unbecoming. Well, the funny thing is, the other day, Pickett got a lot of the footy and he probably played the best game of his career. And you go, well done, good job. You played it against West Coast, which Tempting in, a year, you, in, a year's, in a week's time could be yeah, mm. very dangerous. But you go, okay, all power to you, brother. You know, well done, good game. One good game doesn't make you in all Australian contention. No. No, but this is the thing. Like, So I saw a great tweet after they, whatever, I don't know which grand final it was, and this guy, put, he said it was brilliant. He goes, what is Richmond fans' obsession with turning every moment from this game into an iconic event? Mm. 
He goes, it's like, it's this, this rolling competition to go, no, no, you didn't notice this. How important was this? And it's like, yep. you were 14 goals up. Yeah. Didn't matter at all. Yeah. There was nothing on the line. Oh. They're morons. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the game. Oh. Can't, Sean. Just, 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 just. Like a we, Band-Aid, mate. We have to get through. That's right. Rip it off. Let's get through it. Oh, I just hate this mob so much. No, it's just, <laughs> just like, just, just, that should just really be. boils my piss. Just, just relocate them to like New Zealand or something. Or whatever. Just get rid of them. Them, the Bulldogs, North Melbourne. Just piss them all off. Yeah, wind them up. Fuck. Put them in the VFL. No. feel sorry for the VFL teams having to play them. No, just... just Done. Who could we get rid of? Get rid of North. North, yeah. St Kilda and the Bulldogs. And the Bulldogs. They've never deserved to be in the competition. Yeah. I reckon if they were one club, they'd still be shit. They'd still struggle for 30 I like that, actually. Members. Merge them. Yeah. And you can call them the... Uh, the shit kickers. <laughs> North <laughs> Fitz Kilderoy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put the Fitz in there. You're going to give Pete bloody uh, PTSD thinking about when... That was, that was a uh, could have been song. Pete actually didn't mind if they merge if Fitzroy merged with Melbourne to be called the Melbourne Lions. I, he liked that what, idea. What now? I don't, just he, so I don't think it was have, ever proposed. But so could have Clayton Oliver and Chris Petrarca. I, I, I like the idea of Pete just at the big town hall meeting, the big event, just going, "Have we considered the Demons? Because <laughs> they're they're maybe going to merge with Hawthorne. So why don't we merge with the Demons?" Oh, that wouldn't have worked because neither of them had any money at all. Shop no. early. It's <laughs> the old Charlie Sutton line. All right. We've got to talk it. about the game. Let's do it. Begrudgingly. Um, I suppose ultimately, you know, if, if last week's win was a glimpse of what New, might, uh, New Carlton might become, unfortunately Friday night was a reminder of where we're coming from. I think you're right. I think it, that, that was the frustrating thing of two steps forward, one step back. Last week was a, a fantastic, really heartening, really encouraging result. And then last Friday night was sort of everything we've come to expect from a sort of a talented, albeit flaky and inconsistent team. And um, it, it kind of – like it's, it's sort of frustrating because I remember I sort of sat there and I thought in the aftermath walking home, you know, there's that great – one of the great scenes in a movie of all time is when Luke goes to confront Vader for the first time. And he walks in and it's fucking unbelievable, the atmosphere. And Vader greets him with, I think he says, the force is with you, you're not a Jedi yet. And it's this funny thing of, yeah, you're going, you're going all right. Yeah. But you're not what you think you are. Yeah. And you're not there yet. You might, you might get there or I might lop your hand off. <laughs> okay, we'll see how you go. But it's this really sort of... So you go without a hand. Yeah, there's this really kind of thing of this, you're not the finished article. Yep. And for us, the learning out of Friday night is there is a long way to go. Of course there is. but uh, Probably look, a lot longer, to be honest, than we would like. But you can – I think footy is one of those very funny things that improvement can be really, really gradual and then you can take a bit of a leap. And, and I just think Friday night was one of those instances where having done what we'd done with, some, uh, with Freo, you thought – just consolidate that. Like, you don't have to be better, but just do be the same professional brand of footy player um, and we'd be good to go. Uh, not footy player, footy team, and, and we're going to be just fine. And, and we were just – we were miles off. And, right. and look, I, the thing that I think you've got to address but is – But here's the thing, Tim. 
We're going to go into this. Mm. We're going to bring this up later. We're going to skip ahead in the run sheet. Shit. We weren't a mile off. No. Mm. No. This... We're going to go into this. We gave them seven how, goals. Yeah. How, how we lost. And we still had enough chances to win the game. Gave them seven if, and missed a shitload ourselves. If you would have said to me, and we looked at this when we forecasted, given our predicament of defensive injuries. Yep. We've said, if we can just get through this 50-50, win half the games, we've done well. Right? That was right. What changed now, that equation is you win the Frio game. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, yeah, one yeah, and one, Frio, this. St Kilda, you're going, who cares? Because everyone's assuming we've won St Kilda and we've dropped Frio. But if you've lost because Paddy Wright is back and he is a competent or more than a competent AFL ruckman, he's experienced, he knows he's probably going to bully TDK. So if you said he's going to give them premium service, they're going to go forward where they've got Max King, who on his night is unstoppable, and Tim Membry, and it might be just too much for our... Who only seems to play well against us for some um, reason. And you go, well, yeah, I can understand why it happened. Hopefully it doesn't. Um, it was none of that. Now, Ryder did play well and TDK did struggle. But when push comes to shove, we screwed ourselves. We gave, All we gave game. Him, oh, what I love is that when people... We left in the so rush much to, on the no, table. In the rush to, you know, opposition fan, in the rush to canonise the performance, you go, they actually don't assess, okay, well, geez, how did we score? They scored from unearned turnover. Yeah. Errors. And, and, Just and, errors. And unearned turnover at a volume that I can't really recall seeing mm. so blatantly just giving the ball back with 75 metres of open grass behind and you just go, that's a goal. And, and oddly, St Kilda came with effort yeah. and, and pressure, but it wasn't their pressure that created the errors. They were just fuck-ups. Mm. It, it was like it, you didn't go, oh, well, you know, that pressure by Dan Butler, you know, created an error. It was just we were just well, even, slow even of the mind fumbles, and hand or whatever you know, it happened Lockie O'Brien fumbled. And that wasn't the cause of this, but he fumbled. It wasn't gets, a great handball. No, but he gets the ball to Nunes. And he went one-handed. And Nunes gets caught on the ball. Yep. Chera's kicked backwards to Young, I think it was, or Plowman, uh, which Paddy Ryder kicks a goal yep. from, just horrendous. Lockie O'Brien switched the ball into the middle for Kennedy. Yep. And, and Kennedy didn't quite It was, come a, it was a bad it. kick, and Kennedy didn't come to meet it. Yep. Um, the Lewis Young one was really loopy. That was that was, that was a bad. bad. One. You yeah. had you know George Hewitt gets tackled and he just handballs it to no one over Wildly, his head. The Butler yeah. runs into yeah. an open goal and yeah. you're just going. Like that, and they could have gone anywhere. Like mm. like yeah, just so frustrating. Like at that and, point, and, you're and, almost better off to take the holding the ball absolutely and turn it over thirty meters away from where the ball ends up because you couldn't have put it into a better spot for Butler if you tried. But not only that is all I couldn't agree more. And then the flip side is, even though we gave all that away, we still keep Jesus Christ. 28 set, shots on goal. Harry's a fucking Coleman medalist, and he looked like a Diamond Valley player. So I suppose I, ultimately the, the flinch. And he re- wasn't the only one. The small forwards weren't there. Mm. The the flinch reaction, I think, is to overreact, and and that's where most people do land in a or in the aftermath of a frustrating result. And ultimately, you know, you can't go twenty two and zero, but. I think for me the chief frustration out of Friday night's game is the, the nature of the games we've dropped, you know, with probably the exception of Frio in Perth, um, who we were getting at a really good time for them away from home. I think Gold Coast, form. I think you're going to concede that. We weren't great that day. Gold yeah, Coast but Cripper did a hamstring in the first Gold, quarter Gold too. Coast it's not ideal. We were shit Gold Coast are just run of the mill. Don't, don't get too excited. Yeah, but we were shit that day. You, but you, this we, thing, we weren't great. We're in good form. We go to Gold Coast, they beat us. 
we, we should be better than Gold Coast. We should be better than Collingwood. Um, I think we're better than Richmond. And you sort of go, we're better than the Saints. And no to, to drop those games is a really frustrating sort of indictment on just where we are. And I suppose last week was a massive win. This week, just gone, was about consolidating that. Next week is now enormous. It's a, it's a must win. They well, have it, to beat the Eagles. Well, it would be disastrous if we lost. Have to beat and, them. And, and obviously, Blind Freddy can see they've got players back. They're finding a bit of system. They're getting confidence in their game. They're competing. Mm. Before they were not competing. That's all. That's all memory. That's all memory. And, and we're playing there. Yeah. And you know, TCB. Well, no, it's absolutely that. But what I was going to say is the old pineapple and playing against a West Australian team at Optus Stadium. You know, it's it's a risk. It, it, there is the potential that it can leave you exposed. We and, cannot, and, and you have to take care of business to make sure that if there is a couple of dodgy decisions that you're not in a position for them to be able to, um, uh, you know... We must start well. Yeah, I agree. They're not a team that's going to claw back massive, you know... You blow them away, they're done. You know, I I suppose, Tim, you and I, Fab, know that Tim is um, notoriously glass half full. He would have gone into the water off the Titanic and said, I was hot anyway, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But... This little stretch for us is is so important. Oh, it is. And it's you guys said we we drop Friday. Fuck. Had a couple of results go our way elsewhere, which relieved the pressure. But you go, you have to win this week. This is just non-negotiable. Geelong after that, you go you have to. Do you win. know what the worst thing is? We'll be sitting outside the eight going into that game. I reckon. And is I it... suppose that flows on into the next piece I've got here, where just with mentality and. You know, I think for the second week out of the last three, after you know, sandwiching there is the high of Frio, but I was just so annoyed by the mentality piece, and I think it's an enormous job for Vossi and uh, your mate, Greavesy. Yep. Um, coming Old up. Red beard. We should have <laughs> absolutely known what was coming from the Saints. You know, poor form, acids on them, couple of senior ends. We had absolutely no excuse not to be ready. We had absolutely no excuse not to be ready to go. They jumped us out of the gates, Fab. I suppose my question: you, you can't afford you can't afford to be jumped by a team that you know is okay. going to come and bring the heat. Yep. The thing is, you should be set up to go. Look, first quarter is a must win, a must win because if you do that, they're mentally cooked. They're coming off yep. a horrible fortnight of football. All you're going to do is put it back in their mind. Shit, it's happening again. Yep. Instead, you've done the opposite. You've allowed them to get the jump, get the start, and go. Yep. There's we're no, right. We're no in carry, this. Uh, there's no carryover from the Rats era, but we saw it when Rats was coaching us. Glass jaw. Absolutely. And we're a bit like that, but I go the Saints. In fact, I go the Saints. Glass jaw boys. They're going to come out. They're going to be fired up. They're going to be ready to go. They want to start fast and make a statement. They want the game played fast to start under the roof. We all know how Brett Ratton likes to play. Don't even survive the first 15 minutes. If we can go out on the front foot positively, it'll almost be over. Yeah, absolutely. Because they don't want it. Like, they don't – they think they want a barroom brawl. They think they want – they don't want that because no. they're not good enough. No. And they'll run into each other. They're not good enough. Oh, so, it's a bit brutal. That was. So I think that's a really interesting watch this space for Vossi, you know, 
the mentality piece is so important for a coach. You know, they've got to find the right theme for that week. They've got to find the right recipe. They've got to find the right messaging. And he's still, you know, he's getting back into the rhythm of being a senior coach and having that responsibility. But I think it's an, a really important piece for them to be working on. And losses like this will be worth it if it leads to a solution, I think. I think losses like this will be worth it if we come out this week and we have a win. And we front up to Geelong and play well. And we test ourselves And test out. ourselves. Because when we front up later, this at the moment, the fear is to look forward and go, we don't want to be in a must-win scenario in the last three weeks. No. Given we've got Brisbane away, Melbourne, Collingwood. Because we're good enough to beat those teams. We are. But are and, we switched on enough? Well, and look, I just think, I think we are a massively improved side. I think... The personnel have always been strong, but there's been genuine mental growth and none of those teams hold any fear for me at all. And in fact, playing teams like that leading into finals means you're really, really ready to compete. And that's and I love that because the amount of times you see teams play, you know, easy games, win by a hundred points absolute worst thing you can do when you've got a must-win game and the pressure is on because that's not what you've come out of. So I I don't hate the way that we're finishing at all. No, and, no, no. I think and, and, and if we good. take a couple a... of scalps along the way, you know... But mentally, and almost like we're, <coughs> we're better suited when we're kind of backs against the wall. The and chaser, you can't rely... Yeah. And to become a good side, you can't rely on the fact that you're going to be an underdog in every game. No, that's right. To be a good side, you're going to be favourites in 75% of the games you play. You should, you should want that. Yeah, and embrace it and be prepared for it. Not Pressure is a privilege. But I think... Not all turtles. That's not, make applic- it to the that's ocean. not applicable in this situation at all. Um, Fashion is never finished, Sean. Again, not, not even a- vaguely Albatross applicable. around the neck. <laughs> um, we got an interesting uh, tweet from Eric Tolato regarding... And it was interesting because... It, it Billy t- Mailbox. It... Well, it just it twigged me to this. So he, he sent in, uh, when will this fraudulent Richmond system finally die? And I said to Fab off pod earlier, like we were in 99, 2000, 2001, they've got the remnants, the core of a premiership era yep. that is still playing, that he's getting them in this position. But more than that, what they have is belief. And, and they have a coaching staff that go into every single game with a plan of this is how we're going to win. No, no. It's, it's, what it's, they've got is, is a really interesting... And they've belief. A, they've got belief a really strong belief in that... Even if, even if Cochin and Rewalt, these guys look around and go, the personnel's not what it was. Yeah, I know that. But what they go is, well, we need to convince them that no, 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 we've got this. Which, even though they're going, we're not, we're not the team we were five years ago, but we're still good enough to win more weeks than we lose. Okay, we can we can make do without these guys. But belief is what they have. Absolutely. How is Tiki Taka football going without Chavi and Iniesta? Well, it's not going at all. That's the point. It's personnel. And eventually, Richmond are going to run out of personnel. And in all honesty, the personnel they've got... No, it's personnel. I get what you're saying, but it's what I'm, it's personnel and it's, and it's belief. For us, it's this, you know, you are good enough. You are prepared enough. Go out and put it together. Don't fear. You know, be prepared, be switched on. Don't fear what a really middle-of-the-road team has to offer. You know, we spoke about having a bit of strut and swagger and confidence is a good thing when it's channeled in the right way. Yeah. We, we spoke just before about the 
self-inflicted wounds and, you know, I, I can handle um, being beaten on merit. Yep. I can handle being beaten by a better team or a better team on the night. But to shoot ourselves in the foot like we did, to be the masters of our downfall is just bewilderingly bad. They were very good for the first 15 minutes. Yep. Uh, we settled into the game after that. And, and from that point, they created precious little. Well, you, you just looked and you said, we've got these blokes. I mean, they they kicked 11 goals three after quarter time. So we didn't put pressure on them when they were going towards goals. We'd gifted, as you said, seven of them or whatever it worked out to be. They didn't need to be very good to capitalise on our errors. And for the most part in the game, you just sort of felt like we were the superior football side. Just think, didn't didn't capitalise. No, and Fab, I, and then on the other side of the ball, to have enough chances to win two games, yeah. um, did we really create very good looks as well? And like Howard goes off and you, you kind of think and go for the jugular now. Not that I don't think he's much chop, but it's go for it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's isolate. They're going to have to go for a mix ma- uh, a mix max. They're going to have to go for a mismatch here. Um, they called for the mix max from the trainer. <laughs> very, very not a great treat to have during the middle of a game. No. But you, you sort of think it seize this opportunity. This is great. This has opened up for us now. Well, when Dougal Howard went off and Josh Battle was on Harry Mackay, and I, I am a Josh Battle fan. Oh, yeah. that, that, but that's, Harry, that's but when Harry, Harry Mackay was going to he, – he should have absolutely slaughtered him. And this would go isolate. Yeah. Let's go isolate. One, in, one on one in the cage. Here we go. But it was very funneled wide. It was still wide. Yeah. We still didn't have the bravery to go inside because they were worried about Hill and Sinclair coming off half back. Well, well speak any, about any this. Ch- you know, I was going to say, any chance of anyone taking some responsibility for either of those two? Oh, well, Cottrell went to Hill and he quietened him. He did a good job. He, he, got, gone, moved, he got moved on to him. He should him. have yeah, gone to Hill. Was... He should have started on Hill. Yeah. But Sinclair, they never did anything about at all. I reckon, no. I, I, Mind you, Sinclair was very, very dodgy with a couple of his disposals and you thought every single time he possessed it, and the meters there gained, was the risk that he was going to give it away. The metres game thing for him on that night and his touches, he took about 10 kick-ins. Yeah. So yeah. so some of those stats, you've got to have perspective on yeah. how just how much is this guy getting off the chain. But he played well and he hurt us. And Am I the only person, sort of stuff? obviously, I watched it on telly, and I doubt you guys have gone back and watched the replay of that no, shit. I've, I've, I've not, actually not been bro- driven for it. I've yeah. destroyed the master tape. I would like to know if any of our listeners saw Sinclair on the bench basically giving the tap to rats, calming rats down the other way around. No. I found no. that I found that very odd. I was like, you know, calm down. We're okay. right. Which I found, oh, that's that's weird. Mm. The 40th Quo Fidelius podcast. No, um, no, I just want to know if anyone else noticed it. Okay, get it. in touch with Fab. He's very active on Twitter. He'll see it. <laughs> uh, the midfield mix, gentlemen. This is a group that had been underperforming but got a reprieve last week and they responded. Yep. But the form line is now laid bare. It's it's a trend, you know, beaten or nullified by Essendon, Richmond, Collingwood and St Kilda in the last five or six weeks. Yep, four or five, yeah. Um, and, the, and the interesting thing is I don't actually think that the individuals are out of form. It's a real paradox. Yep. They all get plenty of the ball. They're all actually playing okay, but I think they've just been figured out. I think this group and what we're trying to do and what was working so well for the first 10, 12 weeks of the year has just been assessed and unpacked. So opposition teams have have figured us out, I think. I think that's pretty obvious. That's Mm -hmm. what happens in professional environments. They all are working very hard to know what every team does inside and out. Is it a matter of adapting? Is it a matter of mixing up the personnel? Is it a matter of having a bit more imagination? Like Zach Fisher didn't go through the middle 
as much this week as he did last week. Mm-hmm. You're sort of thinking Fish played an excellent game against Frio. Have you just overthought, oh, we don't want to go back to the well with that because they'll, oh, they'll – would have planned for that. And you're like, it's probably better than the alternative, which was doing nothing. We'll speak a little bit about Chera in a moment, but Chera didn't attend a set amounts. I'm clearly not ready. We'll talk about him momentarily. But yeah, is it new ideas? Is it just we need imagination? Is it we need to mix it up a bit? I believe there's a bit of that. I also strongly believe that it is very difficult to set plans in place when and I'm not and people can give me all the stats that you want. And we spoke to Murph last week about this, about what stats say and what the feel of the game say. Right? I'm convinced even hit outs to advantage and all that stuff, it's all I want to know what the fucking clarifies advantage. Do you know what I mean? So when you don't have not even a dominant ruckman, if you don't have a competitive ruckman, it is very, very difficult to set up and plan around your stoppages. TDK comes out last week, and I reckon our midfield's gone. This guy's in. He got smashed this week. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so Those hard. Those two are two very good ruckmen, though. No, no, I'm, I'm not putting it on TDK. But we've been without a a proper first ruck for the majority of the season. And I just reckon it's... Sometimes it's a big issue. Sometimes, like last week, it's not. Yeah. And like, I, I, I just reckon... I've got a fun stat for you. And it, look, individuals have good days. They have bad days. Like, no one's ever humming at 95%. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Effectiveness right. all of the time. Yeah, but Timbo, it's been a month and a bit. No, 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 no. 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 So I've got a good stat for you to illustrate this point. So Box Hill on the weekend played GWS. GWS had Kieran Briggs and Braden Pruce yep. in the VFL. Very big boys. Uh, I think they won hitouts by 53. I think it was 73 to 20. They lost clearance by eight. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So you're kind of going, well, which stat do you want? Yeah, I understand that, but I get what you're saying. I think that the, the look in the field. But what are the GWS midfielders, reserves midfielders like? Jacob Hopper played. That helps. But the point being, getting first hands of the ball, mm. that is important. What happens thereafter is obviously more important. There's only so many places you can stick it. Yeah, and I just think that if we know, <laughs> well, is there? <laughs> well, I mean, but you know what I mean, don't you? Like, yeah, you, <laughs> do we, <ease> Sim? <laughs> That's that's one of the great lines of this season. Yeah, yeah. If I could be bothered cutting up audio, that'd probably make it. Yeah. <laughs> Timbo highlight reel. Yeah, it's a pretty finite number, but um, I suppose like I've got the note here. I've got the name Paddy Dow. A lot of people don't like him. A lot of people don't rate him, and that's fine. Um, get, get to the chair thing because no, I'm just going to say with Dow. Dow is a proven player who can win clearance and win centre bounce. But my point is... So it's sort of like there is a glaring hole in our team I in know. that facet of the game. It has been now for a month. And the fact that they don't want to play him is baffling, particularly when, moving to Chera, they'll play a bloke who is so obviously not ready to play. And it's not... That's right. And when you've got someone Paddy like Paddy, Paddy, Paddy Dow's who's doing, in form... Paddy who's, Dow's doing a charity activation at quarter time, kicking goals to raise money for something... What the fuck is he thinking, sitting in the grandstand going, and nothing he, nothing against Chez from his point of view. No, if Chez was right but, to go, be, then I would have loved him. He'd but, be sitting there going, Chez isn't fit. Yeah, He's but, not fit to play. When you're desperate, I can understand rushing people back when you are desperate. 
We're not desperate. Not Paddy Dow in the midfield is bloody is in form. Yeah, we've got a guy knocking the door down, going, "I'm ready, put me in," and yet we're rushing people back who are clearly not ready. If you'd rushed Weeders back because you were scared about Max King, and he wasn't quite right, you'd go. You could understand. I, I, it. I get why you did it, but there was no need to bring Chera back. That I early. would love to know. And I just want to know if you had a setback in-game, pre-game, whatever, because... I would love to know what the criteria against which he was selected was. What box did, did he tick? And that's not a knock on him personally. No, what no, no, boxes no. did he tick to get selected? Because, I mean, it's just bizarre. That, that decision at selection is just utterly bizarre. And mm. with the Dow thing it ties into, I, I just, I'm just over people talking about... You know, Paddy Dow's got to add more strings to his bow and he's got it to get a game. And he's like, well, why is he the only one that has to do that? This this idea of, I, I would have much rather on Friday night, Chairs, you're obviously you're not fit. Okay, what are we going to do? Walshie, we're going to put you out on the wing and we want you to run with, if Hill's out there, we want you to run with him. Great matchup because you'll, you'll blow him up and he will not be accountable for you at all. Don't have him tag him, but go, look, just be aggressive and he'll win his ball while she covers the ground. When the ball's in open play, he is just an on-baller. Yeah. Dow in the middle. You're just a pure stoppage player. Was Walshie pushed out onto the wing on the weekend? He was when, pushed out on the wing earlier in the season. And you're when, like, when, Cotters, when Cotters had to go to... Hill was more yeah. half-back. Hill. That's what I'm saying. So we lost... Because Cottrell's been playing almost pure wing. Pure wing, no doubt. Who took over that? Cottrell, Chera was out on the wing. And you're just like... He's not a wingman. He's not a wingman. He can be, but... Nah. Not when he's not fit. No. Nah. And it was, that was just a horrible, horrible decision. And you once again feel like, is it a mistake worth making if we learn the lesson? Yes. And hopefully they learn the lesson because the bloke, I mean, I mean, what, what happens if it comes out, oh, he's not fit for this week? And you've got to fly to West Coast. And you're just going, what is that telling us? It's telling us that they got it wrong. Because he's going to need to be fit for this week. He's going to need to be a hell of a lot fitter than he was on Friday night. So that's that, that to me was one of the biggest question marks out of the game was why – and it's a multifaceted question, but it's why have we gone with this guy tonight? Well, and I, I, the thing that's so hard, so hard to read is as frustrating as our injuries have been, we've been really, really strong on let the system be the system, don't play injured players, make sure everybody's right – and and just play, and and for the first time you've had a guy who was just not right, and and it was he's either bluffed his way through and said I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, and he never was. Oh, he's done the old Matty Stokes, which which is frustrating if if that's the case. But we didn't lose because of it. But you know, it, it didn't would, help. It didn't help. But um, and no, as you and, say, the opportunity cost of what saying, you could have had yeah, instead. And I'm, I'm not blaming Chera for that. That's you know? an important distinction. I think yeah. we're not we're not blaming and we're, this. And we're not potting him at all. No, I, we're not I blaming love this the kid, and I think he's going to play some great footy. But yeah. it, on that night, it would have been better if we had a guy who was more ready for the contest than what he was. Well, I've got a note here in the given chicken. the heat that we knew was going to be in the game. Correct. I've got a note here in the chicken sheets about Chera. Not his fault. He was selected. He wasn't ready. It did cost us. Go, I hope that the club isn't feeling the pinch to justify his acquisition. We know he's a talent. We but don't we've, ca- no we've, one cares. No, no, but we've only fleetingly seen it. He's had a couple of injuries. He's missed a couple of games. He's had a bit of it out with this. You know, he came back and then he's back out again. And you kind of go, whether it's him, whether it's the club, you go, 
and I'm not saying this is happening, but tell me, please, you're not getting a bit itchy about this guy we've made a big song and dance about getting and we haven't really seen his best so far. We've, we've seen it in We've patches. never seen anything in the media at all. So mm. I and the jungle drums from the fan no, base I get that. haven't I get been that. beating like they were for Zach Williams. Yeah. So I don't see... I just say they've got to be patient. They've got to stick with their guns. I think his acquisition was a brilliant decision. I think the trade was a brilliant decision. I think he's going to work out perfectly fine and I just think they've just got to... <laughs> Not listen to any out noise, outside noise and just move forward with it. But if he doesn't play, then, you know, it's, it, mm. it, it's an admission that um, yeah, they erred. Mm. And, 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 but then the million-dollar question is, if you don't play him, does he play twos? And I, and I think He that, has to. If, you, and, and, he, if he's fit to play football, he has to play football at some level. And we've shown that Jack Martin's played twos. Um, like... I thought we rushed Marchbank in too quickly. Possibly. That's not the reason he got injured in that game. That was just unlucky. Some guy falls across him. You go, that's just, you're cursed. Um, but he's got sort of going, Chera, I, I just going back on it, I, I would love to know what boxes he ticked to yep. play because it was apparent very early that he was not he wasn't going ready great. to rock and roll. Yep. Uh, chicken salads. Um, as frustrating as it was to lose the game on the night, our best footy was actually quite good. Absolutely. Um, saw it very, very briefly, but there was a period in the second quarter where we put some speed on the game. We played direct. We absolutely tore them apart, just torched them. Chaining through midfield was fantastic. Exposed five strikes. Exposed their defenders. It was just brilliant. And you thought, okay, we go on with it now. Mm. Then the sloppy errors kicked in. We gave them two goals back straight away, gave them back the lead. And that's what a team like this dines out on. They dine out on scraps. And when you're not even making them earn it, they're not even – Busting a nut to get him. Who dines out on scraps, Sean? The tip rat. Rats. Nom, 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 nom. Um, and then in the end, despite not putting it together for very long, there was a lingering thought sort of late in the game that a five-minute burst will win it. Yeah, that's right. We and, only... and we got a point in front. And uh, So once we hit the front, the thing is, and then Dan Butler kicking, like, they responded so quickly and so cheaply. And I thought, like, nah, this is done. We're yep. not on tonight. Yep. We're not. It's on just not at all. Yeah. I thought we're going to salvage it. We're going to go shit for three quarters, but push comes to shove. We've turned it on, and whilst not great, we'll take the win again. I could no. I could handle it if they just they were so much better than us. They weren't. You go. They're not. They're crap. But they're not. Yeah. Um, probably the biggest highlight from the night uh, was the making of Jesse Motlop. Yeah, he was terrific. Um, arguably, you know, our, our brightest spark. Um, only got a couple of looks at goal, but he took his chances really well. Uh, it was really good to see how strong he is in the hips. Yeah. Um, and we look, I think we need to persist. Fab mentioned this earlier. We need to persist with him because I think he's quite clearly the classiest of that group. Mm-hmm. And they've just got to play him. Yep. They've just got to play him, got to put games into him, opportunities. And in. there'll be games where he's absolutely nowhere near it. But give him 25 games. But the reality is, from what we've seen this year, the other guys that are there when they have their moments and they look great, they look great. Mm. But they're not doing it with any greater consistency than what Jesse Motlop's going to give. And yet, as you say, from a ceiling perspective, like I, I, I still, I'm a very big Corey Durden fan. Like I, Durden, I think um, they're, they're the ultimate. I think ultimately... They're the, probably the duo, but they're, they're both young. Corey yeah. Durden had a, had a little spell in the second quarter where he was actually quite important. Yeah, he was. He was sort of pushed up onto the wing 
and he was quite important in yep. a few of the very promising forays we had. There was one bit of play where Josh Honey burst through the middle of the pack with the speed that he's got, and mm. I think he gave the ball for Jesse Motlop's first goal. Yeah. And it was – it was – Okay. Like, hey. it's, it's an instant, but so, you've gone, wowee. That's, I, I, that's cool. I was I was smashed last week. You were covering your own ass last week for a comment that you made. No, I, and you were called out I don't comment. think he's ready. No, you didn't say that. What did I say? You said he's not up to it. You said he wasn't up to it. Which means he's not up to it. Okay. I'm, I don't I, know why I, you're I having such a heart. You're like Matty Lloyd trying to when, he's, no. when he refuses to admit that he followed Carlton as a child. It's like, just say it. Just own Just own no, it. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't put a line through him on, from a career, but he shouldn't be in the side. He shouldn't be in the side because he's not up to it. He's not ready. You keep saying it's you like mean, a Freudian slip. You keep saying he's not up to it and then checking yourself. Maybe just at a now. Yeah. <laughs> like give it a bit of context because you keep on saying he's not up to it. Yeah. And I'll also add this. Yep. First year draftees, like Lockie O'Brien did, you're allowed to come in with a I'm from the country, this is a shit high school haircut. Once you've been there for a couple of years, just get a normal haircut. Absolutely it's, terrible from Josh Honey. Get a haircut. It's kind of not our biggest issue, but not, no, I don't give mate, a shit. He's, he's not David Caruso. Welcome to the. Bad welcome to Jack, the did you see Jack Sinclair's hair? He might have been BOG on the night. Welcome to the small things that annoy Fabian podcast. <laughs> Be I, I've always well. said this Dyson Heppel should not have been given the Essendon captaincy whilst he had that haircut. I don't disagree. I love it how I've asked this guy every week for a Johnny Raincloud. <laughs> And it comes out They now. just come organically, Sean. I asked you guys for well, – I'd, I'd retired just between me and you because you never brought anything to the table. I'm the only one who used to no. text them. No, you never brought anything to the table ever. Just between me and so you, I, I did. I retired it. Mate, you've got to Google – you've got to search your phone. I no, no, the, I was just fixing my, my phone's here. I reckon the last mention, if you search your messages for just between me and you, it would be 18 months ago. Easy. Here we go. It's a tense moment. Just on between – <laughs> um, you might have been coming to it, but as far as a chicken salad goes, and they're little instances, however, the rundown tackle of Lockie O'Brien on Bradley Hill was fucking sensational. Late in the quarter. Yep. Uh, would have driven the Saints forward for a scoring opportunity. Yep. That was a really, really important moment. And that's why I get frustrated with the Lockie O'Brien chat. There's this one complete fucking bell end, and he knows who he is. <laughs> you know, mate, you never fucking have a word to say. Last week, nothing, nothing to say. Yep. He played well, nothing to say. Quiet say, as a mouse. But the opinion is predetermined. Absolutely. So this week, yeah, he, had a, he had a bad moment where he switched the ball inside the corridor. And, and there was a couple of others that did it, so but, he's but not the fumble, Robinson you got, like, the fumble, there. The fumble, for instance, you know, fumble. But he picked it up, gave it to Nunes, who panicked and got caught like a dog. Nunes yeah. still had the opportunity to hoof it out. Yeah. You're going, so this idea that, oh, that's on O'Brien as well. You go, no, O'Brien got the ball to a teammate. The original error was poor handball to Lockie O'Brien. Yeah, and he got the ball to a teammate. Who then panicked yep. and cost us a goal, and, and it wasn't it like, wasn't a stellar moment. No, but, no, no. But you're allowed to. This is that frustrating thing where you go, that great moment Lockie had out there, yeah, good. And I think I called out on Twitter. I said the kick inside was horrendous and it cost us a goal. Yeah. Going. Just I just I just hate these blokes who sit out there and it feels like they wait for a guy to fuck up. Yeah, that's what they do, and it's just pathetic to say I don't think he's good enough. Yeah, yeah. like old mate with Josh Honey. Are you disagreeing that Josh Honey isn't? Up to scratch right now. 
well, see, because we're having two completely different conversations. Because you aren't, you don't mean what you're saying. You're no, asking you, us a question to give yourself some leeway. You believe that he's not up to it, and he'll never be up to it. Never said that, Tim. Tim, what does the text say? Did it say he's all this other bullshit that Sean's adding? You say he's not up to it. That's it. That's what I said. I said he's not up to it. How did you, did you read it as what, lying? Whatever, okay, what, however you interpret it. Well, Tim and it. I read it as lying through Josh, honey. And you're like scrambling feverishly. No, I'm not scrambling. To feebly try to convince us and worse, the listeners. Six words, all right? Worse. You're, you're trying to pull the wool over. But they're over pretty it. definitive words. Yeah. You're trying to pull the wool over like, the eyes like of our you've listeners. Got, you've got the opportunity to recant and articulate yourself better. And you're not. And you keep oh. on coming back saying, how I dare, don't think he's how up to How dare it. I not write 15 fucking paragraphs during the game to say... Well, you wrote them for your fucking dream the other night. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? <laughs> when Grant then is on the wing for Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the opportunity... To, to, the truth will set you free. <laughs> We're giving you the opportunity on pod right now. I'm sorry to any of Josh's family members that are listening, but two out of the three of us. I don't. I Neil. I don't dislike the guy, and he came in. You keep, l- but last well, you season. keep saying. Oh, I just as a don't person, think right now he's he's up to it. He's speaking in incredible. He's not ready. Vagaries, or whether he's just not. He's not clicking. He's just, he's, right now, he's not up to it. Send him back to the twos. Let him work on stuff. But and he, come back. He when played he's, well in the twos and got elevated. Okay, and then you've played in the ones and gone, yep, gone back. How long did it take Paddy Dow to go back? <laughs> ten all, seconds. All of ten seconds? <laughs> Mate, well, you, you, you're talking to the wrong guy about I that. Don't, I don't dislike Josh Honey. It, don't turn this into Fab doesn't like Josh Honey. I think it's pretty clear that you don't. No. I, I don't know why you... Uh, uh, I think he's got terrific athletic traits. I, I think he, I, I, look, I think he's a, great, I think he's a I, really good project think, down I, there. I, I think he has a future, but, but he's a but, project in both. Yeah, he has a, we have a number of projects down Fab, there. Fab, I'm giving you one last opportunity. I'm going to give you one last opportunity to open your frigging ears. Control. No, because once again, you, you don't mean what you're saying. Tim and I are seeing through you. Tim and I are seeing. So do you want to get any of that in your mouth? You spilt it all over yourself. Well, I didn't want to spill it onto the mic. But just own it, and we'll move on. No, I'm owning what I, what the intention of the tweet was. It was right. a message to. He if you, wasn't it was, up a, to it. it was a message to Tim and I because I think you knew if you put it out on Twitter. I'll put it out on Twitter. Josh Honey's not up to it. This uh, right now. <laughs> well, I like it because people there'll be no ambiguity about what you mean. Uh, I actually thought on the night his man kicked three goals, a couple of cheapies. I thought Lewis Young was good. I thought he was good too. Yeah. yeah, and and Max King, Max Tick, Max King took one great mark. The one where he sort of came from the side and he really yes, like it was just it was a really really good mark. Um, but and and the way that Lewis Young defended he got him, one in, sort of out the back. And he was on the end of a there chain. There was one on the ground, yeah. and you you've gone. You're 205 centimeters, and you're doing Sam Draper front and center goals like against you know in the Essendon game. You're going. You're not going to keep doing that. Yeah. And, and look, he's a beautiful athlete, and he's <laughs> he's going to be a really good footy player. Mm. But you know, we were all worried about what might happen with Max King against us, and it just didn't come to fruition. What did come to fruition is. Tim Membry is a footballer who needs very, very few opportunities to absolutely tear your heart out because he just doesn't miss. And at the at the end, the last quarter, did they pay a free kick for a hold, or yeah. did he? Did they pay that mark? It was a hold. It was a hold because from I never saw the decision, and obviously the umpire was boundary side, and the and the ball obviously hit the ground. But on the inside, and I thought, has the umpire not seen this and paid this a mark, or was it ultimately a hold? And and I assumed it was a hold, but.
But even then, it was a pretty, pretty soft free. I mean, Fab, I did um, throw to Timbo with a question about you know, wrap up Lewis Young and he's wrapped up Max King yeah. and Tim Embry. Do you know what I'm very surprised at? These, these, no, no, it's just these our defence versus their forwards. Like little orange tablets? Yeah, have them. They're in date. I don't want to – how many How many should you have? Because I don't want to get the runs. I have, I, have, I have two a day. Two a day. Chew two tablets daily. What if my system's not used to them? If I have two nah. – what if I get the shits? No. Nah. It's just a vitamin C. Though. They'll just be orange. I actually quite like yeah, – whenever, whenever they, you get the, the, they, the they craving They are delicious. For, yeah. I'm telling you, the, the vitamin – the vitamin – the iron supplements are even better. How the much, strawberry. Um, how much does a bottle of these cost? No idea, mate. Not that much. 12 bucks? Three bucks. How much? Not $3. $3? It's a, pack of, it's a thousand pack, isn't it? He's buying a not bottle a thousand, of, a hundred. He's buying a bottle of vitamin C tablets, not a litre of petrol. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can feel the vitamin C in me already. Can you feel the heartburn that's going to be chasing that vitamin C? Got a bottle of water here. Yeah. You know what's very good for heartburn? Milk. Is it? You know what, you know what milk's very good for? The runs. <laughs> Have you hit that part of your life yet when, when, stone. when uh, full cream milk is no longer a, an option? I'm all right. Pete and I, I know my dad's no good. Elise is no good. She's she's on the almond. Um, no, no, I still go. I, I go like skinny milk, but it's they are these are unbelievably sweet. They are. That's you got to you got to have to chase it down with a are bit of water. Are they supposedly the sugarless sea, or are they just no? They taste like there's sugar in them. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to turn this into a, a podcast about uh, bowel movements, but um, hey, my, I, could, I could host this. My um, my stool has been um, reassuringly solid lately. Just yeah. for anyone out there, you've not concerned. been drinking enough water, or what? My no, you want it to be solid. Yeah, or not, not, not that you. He didn't, didn't say he was struggling to get it. No, either. no, like it's been. It hasn't. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had a reassuringly solid stool since two thousand and three. Eight, eight years. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more than well, eight years. Well, well, it's well, been well. Fab would, mate, Fab would kill to have my reassuringly well, solid we. stool. Well, we not since two thousand and three, Timbo. Is that right? How are your stools going? Yeah. Don't have a problem in that uh, vicinity. Good. So good. When you get told, uh, when you think you got a hemorrhoid and you get told you got Crohn's disease, it's a, uh, it's a leap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow, we. That's gone from and then to get told, A to about G. You're in that small little niche category that you've got both Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. You think, well, fuck. If you're going to go, just go the whole hog. If you're going to do it, do it right. That's right, George, George I mean, Michael. I mean, none of us are doctors. We need to put that on the table. Oh, Tim. Despite one of our best efforts to convince the listeners. Hmm. but Well, t- I go to Tim for... Advice. Is this... It's, which on, is, on how to treat my which condition. Which is pure madness. <laughs> um, but... This could be. DU I'll, has a very solid gastroenterological uh, <laughs> department, I'll have you know. It's out in a shed in Currawong Bush Park. Um, now, I am not in any way a medical professional, and this, no. what I'm about to say, could be utterly ludicrous. Yes. So they've got the you know, heart transplants, they've got pacemakers, and you know, all sorts of artificial shit. Yes. Why can't we have like an artificial stomach for old mate Fubberganoush? I don't know. Some people can get the snip and the join, depending mm. how much damage. Because it's your and stomach lining, like shedding, isn't it? It's That's your intestines, yeah. Yeah. So, like, can't we get can't we get like a some kind of? So, in some areas it sheds, some areas it ulcerates. Yes, exactly. So it's right. Two different conditions. I'm, so if I'm we put, with. so if we put like a football bladder inside Faber Ganoush, That's it. 
I'll have footy fever all year yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, like some kind of – we probably have to – I'm just thinking my way through this again, not like a doctor. A, a milk of magnesia lining or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we get like a like the, the cask mm. in, a, in a bottle of, you know, a goon bag. I understand what you're saying. You're trying to get a better alternative to uh, – We would obviously need to have some the kind inevitable, of supplements. The inevitable uh, – But we'd have, we'd, we'd have to have some kind old of – Old colostomy bag that's uh, on the way for old Fubber But see, this is the thing, though. You, you wouldn't probably be able to eat certain foods because your stomach wouldn't be breaking down the foods with the sort of – Acids mm. and shit like that. Well, you, you, your stomach does that. I don't have a stomach issue. You know, but I mean, what I'm saying is some sort of artificial little conduit pipe between the intestines and the stomach mm. that, you know, would potentially alleviate your colitis. Now, if I have just solved this problem, which I think I might have, <laughs> you're, you're just thinking the Crohn's about... and Colitis Foundation should have it, like you... a statue of me, like, and Fabian, like, hugging me. Ultimately, I think with. So like you know like Walt Disney out the front of Disneyland where like the kids are like gathering around him it's like that but it's with Faber Ganoush and he's like just he's so thankful that I've just I've created the breakthrough. Imagine you got the, like the Sean Peter Budge. It's it's actually named after you. Like, Peter Budge bladder. Yeah. A bladder. Well, that's what it is. It's, it's a bladder. It's not the bladder in your body, but it's mm. a it's a artificial stomach. It's a lining. Yeah. yeah. Where are we? I'm convinced that I've just fixed this. It's a bit of the uh, pipe cracking. But that it's we also, were talking about and this that. is where people like me struggle. The intestines are what absorb nutrients. I mean, they don't work and bleed. Exactly. No, this is exactly right. So your artificial. Well, that's why we would need to modify. One, we would still need to modify your diet. Be, no, there'd be like a. Uh, You'd be eating like the astronauts. I diet. reckon the DNA sequencing allowing the. You know how they're gonna they regrow ears and stuff. They're working on that. Ultimately, future generations will have a better time of it. Well, they'll probably be able to use like stem cells to regrow. That's right. The That's dead. what I was after. Yeah. Maybe you should eat some stem cells. Yeah. Where do I buy stem cells? I don't know. Apparently, the, the floods market. the floods in Queensland have, have the price of stem cells has gone yeah. through the roof. <laughs> the war in the Ukraine's really disrupted the stem cell market. <laughs> you um, can get them, but you've got to drive there. But at two dollars forty a liter, it's very, very expensive. price restricted. It's funny to laugh at it now. But when I'm hurling in the morning, vomiting and shooting no at the laughing, same time, it's, no, not, it's no laughing matter. No, it's no laughing matter. And you know what else isn't a laughing matter? This is a very crude segue, but it's actually quite fitting in the way. Shout out. Chicken shits. No, no, no. no <laughs> I think we've got – do we have one more? I don't know if we've got one more. There's we, not a lot of chicken No, we do. We have one more. But no, shout out, obviously, while we're talking about Crohn's disease to uh, Tommy Williamson, yeah. uh, who has yeah. obviously stepped away from the footy club. The What? Has he got – I think he does. He doesn't. He has Crohn's disease, doesn't he? He did. Yeah. 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 That's maybe why he's so quick. It's those short, sharp sprints <laughs> to and from the loo. He's actually got the fast twitch fibers to get off off the couch, <laughs> like at a moment's notice. Hey, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've how got fourteen un- seconds. How unfit you are, I'm like Carl Lewis. When when you have to go, you go. You're quick. But uh, traffic isn't great <laughs> when you. Uh, I've said this to him. I've said this to him again. Turn your car seat into a toilet seat. Just cut you're, you're a better hole. Off, just you're cut better a off. hole in the bottom of the seat. <laughs> you're better off inventing Imagine a car the seat that converts into a toilet than you are an artificial bowel. Yeah, see, this is the thing, like a Fred Flintstone style, just a hole in the seat. <laughs> so <laughs> the person behind me. I mean, the only issue that is. You, Did you just go off roading? No, <laughs> I was driving through the uh, CBD. Yeah, just, just drove through some bloody stool. Um, <laughs> You, you would have to uh, you'd have to drive with your pants on. 
<laughs> which could cause some issues if high, highest, not for the first time, higher sitting cars are pulling up beside him. <laughs> Imagine the kids. Imagine the kids in the car with you in the bus. <laughs> I'm just imagining the boys in the car with him, and he's he's putting him in their seats, and they're sitting in the back, and then just before he gets in the driver's side, <laughs> snaps, snap pants like the tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were huge in our high school days. Remember the old Kappa. Adidas, never wore them. Adidas, Kappa. I had the Adidas ones. Oh, you didn't have the cappers. It's like you were just coming off the bench for the Bulls and just <laughs> whack your pants are off. Whose job was it to reclip the pants oh, no, together? There was, a, there was a lot of clips. How many times do you reckon they would have missed the wrong stud? Yeah, and you get the uh, the old bubble. Yeah. yeah. So there we, you go. We really don't want to talk about this game. Oh, I've fought off, mate. But yeah, Tommy Williamson. I was a big fan of Tommy. Oh yeah, and, back to Tommy. And. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of hope for him. He played some really good games and uh, and in good size, good speed, could kick it. Um, but, yeah, so whether it was just physical or he's got a couple of mental health issues as well, um, it's just sad because not every not every turtle makes it to the sea. That but. is the correct usage. See, I think with Tommy as well, I mean, un, this is going to sound unlike most promising young Carlton players, had a pretty significant injury setback, yep. which took, um, you know, 20-odd games minimum off his career. Uh, which is a shame for him, very inopportune when he had it. But, yeah, look, there's no, no point us speculating, you know, the, the reasons as to why he's stepped away from the game. But it is, is a shame when when players sort of leave the system um, in any manner, let alone, you know, in, in these circumstances. So, Well, and if it has to be immediate, then clearly he's he's worked to try and be where he needs to be and it's just not happening. And Did you see the club's statement? Uh, Faber Ganoush must have written it because it said it was so non-committal. Not up to it. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. as I was saying, have we, is, is it being confirmed as to why he's stepping no, away? No, I think it's a personal no. nature. Yeah. Because mm. if it is, because Darren Fletcher. No, it's not because of Crohn's. Yeah, I think it's a personal okay. issue. Because I know playing with Crohn's is, is, would be difficult. Obviously, I've never played AFL football. But, no, um, no. I know how. You've played how, recreational indoor soccer. And uh, it's still what, had challenges. What do they call the thing with a foosball? Yeah, billardero. Why do you call it foosball? I was thinking, I was trying to figure out what the English equivalent was. Subutio. What? Subutio. What's that? That's the little game with the little figures. It's like uh, model train making, but for soccer oh, fans. Right, oh. Yeah, because Darren Fletcher had it. And obviously, it's, if, when it drains all your energy, it's very hard to train and what have you. But obviously, he's stepping away for. Other issues, but but the, you see the statement. The statement was like he'll step away for the remain. He'll leave the club immediately and step away from football for twenty twenty two. You kind of like, I don't think he's coming back. Yeah. So just say that. Yep. So I haven't from from that statement. I've I read that as he'll be back next year. Oh no, I have no 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 no, no, no hope no, at no, all no, that no, he's no, coming no. back whatsoever. No, but, but the statement is really vague and sort of eh, open ended. Well, that's. Maybe it's intentionally open-ended because leaving it open for him th- to... There was a comment saying that the Carlton Football Club will continue to support him and all those sorts While of things. While he's away but and yeah, you're kind of yeah, like, oh, this yeah. this sort of reads as this is the end of the line. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's a bit Look, Whatever it is, we wish, we him. wish him well. Yeah, 100%. And, and we love Tommy. He did some really good things for us. I so. think one of the things, too, that players like in, in Tommy's you know situation battle with, and quite understandably, is... You know, the, the footy career maybe not panning out the way you'd hoped or envisaged it and the pressures of being off contract and what does my future look like and, and just you lose your enjoyment of the game. What was his biggest injury? 
He had a back, didn't he, at one his point? His back, was it? Yeah, okay. We were there for his comeback game at Vic Park. Yeah, maybe. Was that when Harry Mackay ran into an open goal and missed? Or was that earlier? No, that was when... He took off. It was the most exhilarating thing I've ever seen. Young Dacos had a kick And then he did like a check side and like missed everything from about 15 metres out. That must have been pre-pandemic. Yes, clearly. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, sad there, but I said you hate seeing guys kind of just lose that passion of the game. You know, a lot of guys leave the AFL system not on sort of good terms, you know, understandable. You don't get to go out on... Your own way. No. So making peace with that can be difficult, but we certainly Very wish Very few do, though. No, well, it's true. The, best. Uh, the last chicken salad I had here, I just thought Adam Saad was good again. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. – he's a special player. But he's not as good as Massimo D'Ambrosio. D'Ambrosio. D'Ambrosio? D'Ambrosio. Yeah. D'Ambrosio. Yeah. You don't have to, like, linger. D'Ambrosio. The only time Aussies linger is when you say pasta and you put 15 A's when it's just pasta. Pasta. That's it. But you all say pasta. You all say pasta. pasta. Timber, what do you say? Pasta. See? Too many A's. That's about three A's. Hmm. How do you need pasta? Pasta. <laughs> pasta. That's it. Pasta. You gotta get you gotta get to the you know you, you gotta get to the S quicker. Hmm. Mario. Pasta. Mario. Mario. Eh eh, Mario time. <laughs> Pizzico. He says all these I'm telling you now, if there was a video game of an Asian plumber, and they had him doing stereotypically, saying stereotypically Asian things, mm. uproar. But you know, Mario, fuck. Is he actually speaking Italian? No, it's English with an eh, eh. Yeah, so it's just gibberish. Yeah. Oh. No, he's saying, he says word. Here we go. I know, I know that. But when he, but why the accent? But what was the word you, because he's Italian. What was no, the no, word okay, you said? Okay, so why can't I say, what's, what I'm saying is, if it's acceptable for some cultures, why do just others the, get just, so just bloody? Just for the, the listeners here, while we're talking about racial profiling, how would you rate the use of Fab's hands as he's gesticulating his point? <laughs> it's, it's not supportive of his stance. No. <laughs> How do you like them hands? Oh, he's giving us the double bird. Um, yes, yeah, so I, so I just thought that when he's, when he's saying, like, quote-unquote Italian, it's gibberish. It's actually not Italian. He's not saying an Italian word. No, but he's in, in, in the current video games, he says things in English. Just yeah, what a, was the word you used before? That wasn't a real word. I don't know. Oh, Pizzico. Pizzico. Yeah. Yes, that's not a real, that's yeah, not an Italian word. He says that every now and then. Pizzico yeah. means to pinch. Okay, interesting. Uh, chicken shits. Uh, the start, we've spoken about it. Ugh, we just need to be much, much more switched on. We're so fumbly, like even Crips. Even Cripps was fumbly inside the stoppage, and that's always a bit of a telltale sign of, oh, what's happening here? Yeah. Maddie Kennedy is a little bit the same, just a little bit double grab. Um, and you're sort of going, oh. When, Were they when, worried about the heat coming towards them? They, well, they shouldn't be. You know, we all know that the Saints are fizzed up, and, and we know that if we handle it, you'll get through the game pretty comfortably. Yeah. But we rewarded their positivity. We didn't reward their pressure. We rewarded their positivity, yeah. which was just shit. To be frank, um, you know, we spoke about not taking chances. Terrible. Uh, we've already touched on that. Speaks for itself. We waited too long to be aggressive with Brad Hill. We, we let him really set them up yep. for 15 or 20 minutes. It's like, no, pull the trigger. And, and he is one of those players that he can run and hurt you and he can kick and hurt you. And so you've got to have him he's under a, pressure. He's a confidence player. Don't Absolutely let him settle is. into a game. Absolutely is. And he's a very good footy player. Like, I, I'm... I'm a big Brad Hill fan, but... Who aren't you a fan of? 
Oh no, there's plenty that I don't like. Okay, we'll get to one of them eventually. Ben Ainsworth, I was you very did happy actually with. And actually, I don't mind Ben Ben Ainsworth. You, but you murdered him. Talking about ball. being murdered, how bad was the umpiring in that game late in Collingwood's favour? Yeah, I didn't see any of it. Oh, there's there's a free kick where um, it's not a free kick. Most important, John Noble gets the ball, runs through the pack, comes out the other side with 75 seconds of the game left. He's run through the pack, had more than enough opportunity, been tackled to the ground. Oh, you know, we'll ball it up. And then immediately afterwards, Took Miller has a Zach Fisher moment where he gets his legs taken out by a guy that slides through. Play on. And then, and then I reckon a Gold Coast player taps the ball. I don't even think he took possession holding the ball. <laughs> it, was, it was three in a row within Welcome, 15 uh, seconds. We've got a new one, Fab. Welcome to Between the Flags. <laughs> But it Gold was, Coast Suns podcast. <laughs> but it, but if you see if you see that fifteen seconds of footy and see what's not paid, it's quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was not happening on uh, Sunday, Arvo. Um, but you just 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 be aggressive with Brad Hill yeah, when he's when he's got his tail up, and Cottrell needed to go to him almost from the get go. As one of the best moves I've ever seen, giving credit to um, to Rats for this. But one of the best moves I've ever seen was Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robinson, the Dustin Fletcher, yep. yeah, as a defensive forward, not the same matchup Still as Brad Hill, clearly. But make the guy accountable yep. for a physical opponent. Mm. Cots is going to do that. He's going to be diligent. Do you remember sacrifice that kind of player? Yeah. Do you, do you recall Mitch headbutting Dustin in the chest? And then, yeah. get, and then getting a too high freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Um, we mentioned it earlier. Just, I just don't think we were aggressive enough when uh, Dougal Howard went down. Um, I don't think we, we had sort of 35 minutes to really you know, put guys under pressure and, and exploit that battle matchup, and we yep. just we just didn't, which was frustrating. Um, you know, look at the way Collingwood hurt us. You know, when Weeders went down, uh, we mentioned Chera. Just nothing against the bloke. He was just not right to play and shouldn't mm. have played. Uh, that's more of a selection chicken shit. Uh, and then last week, the last one I got here is we spoke about the lesser lights playing their role last week really crucially, and it was almost the complete inverse of that this week. You know, all the guys that – those soldier ants that had done such mm. a good job for us last week. The bottom six were not great. This week just really gave us nothing. You know, Lob had a down night. Fisher had a down night. Um, and Fisher's not bottom six. No, 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 but, but, but he, he his output was considerably less this week. Um, Barometer, we've been saying it. When, yeah, when he's yeah. on, we're on. You know, the bloke obviously that Fab just – he's got a bullet with his name on it. Do, um, old mate, uh, old mate uh, Josh Honey um, had a down night. Durden had a purple patch, but was relatively quiet. And uh, and, and these are guys that you actually expect to be inconsistent. Hmm. Yes, like you, because because they haven't acceded outside of your bottom six, so to speak, or bottom ten, or whatever the the metric is. You, you can't lock these guys in for. Um, significant contribution week in, week out, because otherwise they'd be Jets. And that's why I suppose you know, Nunes having a down night was disappointing. Yep. You know, as a more senior member of that group. And um, playing against his other side, yeah, you know, old yeah, side. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the ones you'd like to mm. think that he'd be getting up for. Absolutely. So that that was a, as a, frust- uh, a frustration for us, I suppose. Yep. Yep. Who do you love? He's, he's got he's got the drugs strapped to him, Bob, and he arrives at his uh, his mate's house and he lifts up his top to show him. It's all, orale. 
an outstanding performance from SI. Um, the Big Goose pointed this one out. He stole my thunder a little bit, but I mean, Fab might have seen this because he's pretty. He got there very early. He's pretty, a- he's pretty active on Twitter these days. You might have already seen this. <laughs> You're pushing this. Um, people are going to notice it. You, you didn't have much of a presence at all, and then you emerge from that cocoon. A boisterous butterfly. What colour am I? What colour butterfly? Am I just the standard old brown one that floats around yeah. the suburbs? I think you're brown and red because you've shit yourself. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I like it. Oh. Um, no, the big goose pointed this out. As long as it's more brown than red, then it's a good day. <laughs> uh, Jesse Motlop for the SI Morales. Yeah, that's who I had. Yeah. It's a it's pretty obvious one. <laughs> to be honest, there's not, not much else. There wasn't a lot of other contributions. <laughs> I, was, so. I was vaguely tempted to, as I did last week, uh, have bought a couple of different options, but I was vaguely tempted with um, Lewis Young, yeah. only because it got the big job on the night yep. and, and was sort of obviously you know, not, not a bad performer, all things told. Brody did okay, like in his fifth, sixth game of footy. I'd you're the inverse of me with Josh Honey. You, you're campaigning... For Brody, I think Brody's doing okay. He took. He, there was one moment where there was a pack. You're like the PR and, guy for. Yeah, Brody no, no, Camp. no. He, he, he took a mark at the front of the pack, and he went. And I didn't realise it was Brody, and I thought, gee, that's a good mark. And he went back, and it was Brody Camp, and I thought, good. Can we give good. Timbo thirty seconds to have your Josh Battle moment? He no, no, already did earlier. Did did I've said he was largely. <laughs> My finger is on the button. He didn't do anything. Speaking of not doing anything, <laughs> old mate Pat Clifton. Got mail. Do you know? Can you get succulent Chinese meal on the? Um, <laughs> or I see you know you know what judo, I love? judo moves well. Ah, the, uh, the get p- your hand off my penis. <laughs> What are the greats? And you, sir, are you waiting to receive <laughs> my limp penis? Oh, what a man. What a man. Yeah, that just came to me the other day, I thought, given that you've got a lot of options on your on your mixer board, I thought... Uh, I think a few of the guys... Um, how are people taking photos at the front of Mings? Like, they're going to be thinking, why are people taking this selfies? So word. they did end up going on Thursday night or whatever it was, did they? No, this was another group. No, this was another, a, yeah. a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, yeah. This is, this is why the, the people at Mings, just word of warning, do not mention the Ian Prendercast to them. They'll have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> They'll be confused. Whilst they are the official Beef with Black Bean Partner of the pod. Well, see, this is the thing. Like, like, they would be very grateful for your business. They just have absolutely no idea who we are, and it would throw them for a complete loop. Um, but do go there; it's it's delicious. Um, I did have it. Where have I got? We got uh, Gav. I think Gav's on the Sunshine Coast. I think that's what that means. SC Gav. Gav. Um, are we getting enough scoring power? Out of our small forwards, Motlop had a great game with three goals, but I feel like we need more from the likes of Honey, obviously the mate that Fab doesn't like, Durden and Owies when Owies plays. Um, yeah, we, we clearly, you know, you touched on it earlier, Fab, just a, the pressure down there was sort of lacking. You know, Motlop did as much as he should. Pressure uh, leads to goals, and when the pressure's off and you're not scoring, because you have, you'll have games where you score goals and your pressure efforts have actually not been that great, but... When they're both off, it's a recipe for disaster. Mm. Your mate, 
Adrian Salerno. Yep. You happy with that? Yeah, Salerno. Salerno. Yep. Rocky Four. Are we currently on the canvas? I've got bad news for you, Adrian. We're Apollo at the end of the first round. <laughs> Hopefully we're not uh, Rocky in the showers afterwards. That's kind of the start of part five, but it's just... Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Interesting thread to start with. The swelling on the brain is just overwhelming. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, look, Rock should have expected it coming. He'd had a 15-year career at that point and never once put his hands up. <laughs> Defend yourself, Rock. So you reckon we're Apollo? Yeah, we're Apollo at the end of round one. So last week, were we Apollo doing his 15-minute dance we're Apollo routine? Apollo dancing to the ring, James Brown. <laughs> it was dance fit. It was <laughs> that's one of the great ESPN. That's one of the best things I've ever done. <laughs> like you say, like when the guy goes, I've never seen it before. I've been covering boxing for 20 years. He goes, the corner men were fighting. <laughs> they landed 97% of their power punches. <laughs> oh, it's unprecedented. The guy goes, I'll call my cousin. I'll say, I'll, I'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> Rocky has ended the Cold War. I like the guy when he said he was a dance fit. He goes, he did a 15-minute dance number on his way to the ring. <laughs> it was very good. Very, very, very funny moment. Uh, Peter Carrick. Our midfield is a massive concern. It's what got us into this great position, but it's come out on top once in the last five weeks. What's the issue? I just, I just think they've been studied. Yep. It's, it, the yep. conning and occasion, you know, that lack of yep. competitive edge in there is a concern, clearly. It's very difficult and uncertain to rove to a, a non-dominant ruckman. But at the same time, yeah, I think we've just been observed and, and figured out. We need a plan B. Just say if you're winning it and you're using it and you have dominance, there's nothing to change. You're just outperforming the opposition. But like I, what I've always liked is you know we seem to be able to win it and then we run C shape out of defence and link up with uh, out of the centre clearance and link up by handball and then you release somebody and then mm-hmm. they've or it's forward handball that creates it or you know it's Sam Doherty running across the uh, off the half back line and receiving Sardi doing the same sort of thing when we do that and we move it fast it looks great um but there hasn't been there was a little bit of it a little bit as of you it. said second yeah. quarter there was a little bit of it glimpses um but there wasn't enough of it yeah. so Jack Sullivan Brian Johnson is a better front man than Bon Scott. Not a question. Just a statement of fact. Agree. That's That surprises me because you're usually the big contrarian. No. You're the guy that thinks Sammy Hagar's it's, better he than is. David Lee Roth. I prefer Sammy songs to David Lee Roth. What a lunatic. David Lee Roth is one of the great front men, full stop. Sammy's got better songs. That's not Sammy's. Oh, Sammy's got better songs that I like. Well, well, so just... Mate, you know you've got a serious problem with lately? Slapping the Jats down. I've slapped them down. No, no, no. You're having a bit each way. You're like, you just said, I think he, he makes better songs. Okay. You need to be more Sammy definitive. Hager is a better front man for Van Halen. How, what, than, how's the pause, Tim? David Lee Roth. It was almost like the, the words crossing his lips were like, oh, do I want to say this? Say Tell it, me why. Say it in Sean, one. Say it in can't one. this be loud? Say it in one just... It's as easy as this. Sammy Hagar is a better front man than David Lee Roth. No pause. No, yes. oh, what am I, I saying? Agree. No, you need to say it to me. Sammy Hagar is a better front man for Van Halen than David Lee Roth. There's a few pauses there, Tim, where he was considering you. It's like word vomit. I didn't, I didn't half mind Gary Sharon either. You've said this before on the pod. Yeah, he did, did a good job. Next, you're going to be telling me you're a, what's the 
what's that Australian guy that's like fronted 15,000 bands? John Stevens. Yeah. John Stevens. I, I have always said John Stevens was a great front man for an excess. They could have gone forward with him. <laughs> <laughs> in excess had an internal review and John was on the casualty, unfortunately. I think John Stevens rocked up with his, uh, with his saxophone and Kurt said, no, there can't be two of us. <laughs> no, I don't, honestly, I, he did it for a little bit though. What, and I, double sax? No, no. Was, no, I don't think John Stevens plays the sax. But, um, uh, <laughs> I was going to no, say, I don't John remember Stevens that John Stevens did front in excess for a little bit. And I, it's, no, one's no one's denying we, this. We, no one's disputing this. You should have kept going. We, we understand. That's where you sit on this. Um, Justin. Band. In excess. In excess. Yeah. I thought you meant got, I said Gotten better with age. I mean, yeah. Like a fine wine. They're not releasing a lot of music, I like. <laughs> They're a Penfolds Grange. I think they... Um, they sort of hit the wall a little bit when their lead singer, the guy who wrote all the lyrics, and, yeah, he was like the complete like driver it's a, it's of the a, band. It's a masturbatory. It's a masturbatory. Mate, this would never have happened if he just wore fucking track pants. This would never have happened. He'd still be out there making music. No, it's not about wearing the track pants because if he where if would he if, got the belt from, Fab? But be around his waist if he had trousers on. Maybe it's the fact that he had the wall. I said. How, yeah, how, how many pairs of track pants do you ever wore with a belt? That's right, because that means the belt was spare and available <laughs> no, to... Uh... My point is he didn't need the belt because he had the drawstring. The drawstring's not going to carry his weight on the fucking wardrobe. I'm surprised the, the bar in the wardrobe. How high was the wardrobe is my question. I think once you slip, I think he must have snapped his neck. I think this is a bit of a macabre. <laughs> Michael Hutchins, of course, quietly. is dead. He yes. is on add the list. Add him to the list. Yeah, add him to the list. I want to get someone, I want to commission a bit of artwork for the dead people we've mentioned. <laughs> Jamie Cooper. We can do like that ghost of, um, a ghost of Victoria Park, you know, when it had like all the Collingwood, and now like the, the Collingwood, what's his name, Coventry and the likes mm. that were dead mm. were like spectres. They were like ghosts. And then it was up to the modern day champion of like Buckley and Buckley was obviously a bit Star Wars-y. It's like Obi-Wan. It was a ghost. Mm. We could do that with all of like us sitting in a room around a table mm. with all the dead celebrities that we've mentioned mm. in sort of And like, other characters like S.I. Morales would be on the, on the bike. He'd oh, S.I. Morales would be there and he would be he would be Bob Morales era. Mm. At, or would it be better if he was current day S.I. I reckon it would almost be better if he was no, current he's, day. No, he's going, to be, he's going to be in there as Bob. I reckon it would almost be better if he was current day S.I. Morales and he's just enjoying it. David Caruso would be there. Yes, he would, taking his sunglasses taking off. Taking his sunglasses off. Who else would be there? Who Josh else? Battle would be there. Josh Battle would be there. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Honey would not be there. <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be a portrait of the Ian Printer cast. No Carlton players, just <laughs> Josh, Josh Battle. Battle. <laughs> Benny Ainsworth, get a gig. No, I, Laura oh. Manadou will be on the blocks. She will be. Yeah. Maurice could be there. <laughs> Maurice. <laughs> he could, you know, Maurice would be walking out of the of painting. <laughs> We'd be leaving the, yeah. leaving the restaurant. There'd be, there'd be key listeners. The right? villain era. There'd be a bus in the background with Steve-O would be, Steve would be, Steve there. be driving the bus in the background. Pierre. Pierre would be on there. You know what it could be? It could, what's that fate? Oh, I forgot the name of it. You know the painting that the diner? Where they're looking through the window. Oh, what's the classic? Everyone would know it. It's the classic nighttime scene, and it's the uh, the inner city diner. And you can sort of got the patrons mm. sitting at the counter. So we could be inside the restaurant. Maurice would be leaving. He's had enough. Yeah. And then Steve-O would be in the bus, at the front at the bus stop. 
S.I. Morales would be there, of course. On his bike. He's, no, no, I just, I, I reckon it's just him. Thankful that you know he's got a profile because of the Oose, show. Oost would be in there playing, playing two up, harking back to his toss of the coin toss days. The coin. Yes. Why would he just be tossing the coin? Because we don't want to go back there because up? he lost the toss for us. I still haven't forgiven him for that, it. That Hawthorne game, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, if anyone else, oh. has got, who else, who, who else, who else would be in the Ian Prendergast, Jamie Cooper painting with us all at the. Yeah, get in contact. Like, get in touch. Who else? That, that that's the, well, yeah. Well, so Esau Morales would be there. David Caruso would be there. Yep. There'd be a stack of Postman Pat VHSs on the counter. Absolutely. Um, this would be an awesome, an awesome bit of work. I'd be, uh, mate. This would be in the Louvre. <laughs> this would be an absolute masterpiece. Because um, the French are big Brenda Cast fans. <laughs> Bonsoir. <laughs> Uh, Le Prendergast. <laughs> uh, we've got another one. That's why we? Pierre would be on it. <laughs> I don't know if Pierre's – is Pierre enough of a staple that we mention often enough? Pete will be on there. Pete will be on it. Yeah, It'll be maybe. Pete running on the ground after the <laughs> – Rui Taylor. After the uh, – <laughs> Mr. Chen will be on <laughs> I, I think I deleted the Chen. And – <laughs> Louis Taylor <laughs> with the socks up. Oh, Roy Keane. Roy Keane would be in there. Bloody earth, he would be. Do Roy, me a favor. Roy Keane would have to be in there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, this is going to come to me. I'm going to think of a lot on the drive home. Yeah. Um, We're going to do a top fifty. <laughs> Jesus, have we talked enough about this game? Do we want to talk about this game? No, People will be going, thank God for this. Anything, Lenny, uh, if that was a condition, they were willing to play Chera in. I am terrified to think of what condition is Weedering. It, is that Lenjet? No, uh, DH, Lenny Dill. Okay. Lenjet. Len- I always think of ING. Lenjet's Len- 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 no Matt or something like that. He's a good listener of the pod. Um, he is Oos Mott's clear favourite for SI. Very yep. true. Yep. Um, one more. One more. Where's another one? Nathan here. What the fuck has happened to our midfield? Just one question. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a sensible question. Um, and then just tidying it up. I think we referred to this, but uh, Baggers for Life said, what's the approach with Chera having zero centre bounces? And you're kind of going, yeah, that's, that, is a, that is an extremely good question. Which means he, obviously. And I wonder why he wasn't asked at the press conference, Vossi. That would have almost been my first question. Press conferences, the media at press conferences are embarrassing. It's the questions they ask. The, the level of insight is non-existent. It's terrible. Um, all right, excellent. See, hey, Timbo, see how quick it was to clean that stretch of corridor? <laughs> oh, the usual guy would take fucking... He'd be loitering outside our door. Five hours. What about the guy who tried to come in and empty the bins? In the middle of making a podcast, mate. That's it. Give me some room to breathe. Uh, Johnny Raincloud... Yep. I assume you do not have a Johnny Raincloud? No. Yeah. Timbo, do you have a Johnny Raincloud? Not that I'm aware yeah, just of. Just let me just carry this right. segment on my Timbo, back. Timbo's never going to have a Johnny Raincloud, ever. He's too optimistic, which is great. That's what I love about Timbo. But for the segment, he's going to give you nothing. Yeah. Well, you're not giving me I much brought you more something than before. Tim. I gave you something before, didn't I? Can you set yourself? I think you need to put a reminder in your phone every week at like on a Sunday well, night. You raised it before. Johnny Rankler. I would have brought the whole how can the price of petrol be so 
varying. We've already done this. When? Earlier in the show. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, I've brought a couple of Johnny Rain Clouds today. Learn the run sheet. My, I've got a Johnny Rain Cloud. Give me one. Your. What's the, what, how am I going to try and phrase this? It's it's your unwillingness to accept my answer on the Josh Honey is, it, is my Johnny Rain Cloud. What? Why am I just copping that? Tim's in the same boat as me. Oh, Tim just sits so there. Are you that. wiping him? He's not ready. Oh, what part of that is, no, is he's, wiping he, him? Mate. Beep, beep, beep. Is that me backing beep. up? That's the sound of Fab backing up. Nah, nah. I just said he, he's not ready. Okay. Are you willing to concede that when you sent that text, you meant you were wiping him? No. And then you, and then you had time to think about it and you thought, I'm going to walk it back a bit. I will concede that that's what you interpreted. And that's about it. I've even given him the opportunity to go, I was rash and I sent the message. And I was wiping him and then I had some time to think and I thought I'm going to walk it back a little bit and even now you're saying no. You're kidding yourself and worse than that, you're kidding the listeners who can see through your I shit. I wouldn't shortchange our Mar- listeners. Marginal Johnny Raincloud. Yeah, give it to me. Here we go. I'm very disappointed mm-hmm. that there's not been made more by Australian sports fans of Stuart Broad's 35 run over the other day. It was in the middle of the night, Tim. But still, that wasn't that, it like a nine ball sh- over. It was an eight ball. It should be celebrated. It's pretty funny. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is pretty funny. And that and that headband that he's rocking at the moment is not cutting the mustard either. The no ball six is a real highlight. <laughs> it's <laughs> he, just he, about as bad as it gets. The world record, Fabian, for context was twenty eight runs in a test over. Stuart Broad conceded thirty five. When India were nine for, and he was bowling to Jasprit Bumrah, who is possibly, yeah. probably the best bowler in the world. He ain't the best batsman in the world. Got a very, got a very funny action, Bumrah. He, he delivers a very straight arm. He's sort of like a pendulum where his other arm goes like mm. exactly the other way. Fab would know all about this big cricket man. Loves love, his cricket. Love my cricket. Anyone want to just get in touch with me on Twitter? Waiting. Any, any any questions you got about cricket? Just let me know, and I'll do my best to answer. You know what my Johnny Raincloud is? What? So. Went up to Sydney on uh, Saturday afternoon for the uh, Box Hill GWS game at the... Oh, you had to stay overnight because the, you decided to play at 7.30am? <laughs> no, we played at 11.30. We'd always go up. They, it's unlikely that they do the... You did the Gold Coast in the day, didn't you? Yeah, but we stayed the night. Okay. Um, so that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we went up to GWS, you know, that was... It was meant to be a biblical rain and like a rain. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it rained. But 150 mil and we like, mm, not in the CBD and out that way, maybe in the mountains and I think it was 200 and something out there. So, a bit of an overreaction there. There are some suburbs underwater. Low-lying? They're in a flood uh, pan or whatever it's called. It's the fourth time they've been shafted this year. It's You'd be pretty disappointed. Mate. Why do you reckon it's affordable living? It's like it's like in the in the tornado valley when people always get annoyed that their house gets blown away. It's like it's called tornado valley, mate. For a reason. <laughs> the realtor wasn't pulling the wool over your eyes. <laughs> when you live in Rock Bank and you try and dig up your backyard and put a veggie patch in and you wonder why you can't, you shouldn't be surprised. You're living you're living on a, like <laughs> on marble basically. Granite, granite block. No, so my Johnny Raincloud is the state of Sydney Airport. Really? Fix your lettuce. That's an old saying. It's about uh, <laughs> a trip to La Porqueta in um, 
the meal came out and someone wasn't impressed with the, the quality of the lettuce. <laughs> she said, fix your lettuce. So they said, fix your lettuce. Where are we? Uh, it's just now <laughs> a homonym for fix whatever you're doing. But Fix your lettuce now. It costs too much money. Mm. They can fix the price of the lettuce. That could mm. become a printer car saying, fix your lettuce. It just basically means fix whatever you're doing. You, you need to lift your, you know, yeah. pull up your socks. But Sydney Airport... Do, made, a, do a Louis Taylor and pull your socks up. What a shambles... Honestly, in, in, in what aspect? It's just, it's just not fit for purpose anymore. That they've outgrown it. The traffic that goes through that airport has outgrown the airport, and the amount of delays and like the curfew. Why don't they change the location of the airport? I think they built. Well, they can't just lift it on the back of a truck like it's a like <laughs> no, it's a just portable build a fucking new airport. Like it's a portable school unit. Build a new airport. That's what they want to do. They've been talking about that for some time, and I think they need to. Because you get there, and we got there, and it's like we were meant to fly out at seven thirty. I think we flew out at like nine thirty, and you're just sitting there. The gates are changing every five minutes. Shambles. You would think that you're running a professional airport. It's like they've just got us to do it. <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, don't worry about it. We'll give it a crack. You'll figure it out. We've got the headphones for it. <laughs> so Johnny Raincloud is the state of Sydney Airport. Disgusting. I, I take your word for it. Special shout out to Parramatta Pizza Hut, where I wandered down for a pizza on Saturday night. Outstanding. Really? Wouldn't Pizza Hut just be consistent everywhere? No. <laughs> Dear naive fab. Subcontinental uh, staff members? What do you think? Obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. They're real Napolitana. Real uh, Sicilian. <laughs> what is that? They're, they're, uh, I think the word you're looking for is authentic pizzaioli. Yeah, real. That's what you call a pizza maker, They're pizzaiolo. From, from, from Naples? Yeah, Napoli. Real fucking, they were. They were speaking Italian. They were, pizza pizza in the back. And Racist. <laughs> 4.40 on Sunday, what are we doing? Are we going to watch it together or are we going to go anywhere? I think we, we should watch it thing? together. It's something you know, It's very important to discuss <laughs> on pub- publicly. <laughs> uh, I reckon what Tim's angling for is begins with an M and ends with an S. Sounds like sings. <laughs> Ooh, I could do that. Post-game mings. Post-game commiseration mings. It better not be a post-game commiseration. Don't, don't, don't cry in the black beef and black bean. Post-game, I, post-game. It's <laughs> very thick sauce. The beef. That's bone. what it needs to be. The, no, I'm saying the tears wouldn't dilute that. Oh, that's it's true. Just, it would actually almost maybe make it. You know, the, the saltiness might actually make make it taste better. <laughs> uh, very good. So you didn't bring anything as usual. What do you mean? This whole episode centered around me and bloody Josh Honey for some reason. You wiped him. I reckon he'll come good when we play GWS over in Canberra. When's that? That's a bad Manuka Honey joke. Uh-huh. That is a bad Manuka <laughs> Honey joke. That was, <laughs> that was absolutely dreadful. <laughs> Um, but, he's, but he did like it I think he's laughing because he pities you I think he's embarrassed I, I, reckon there'd be people, I reckon there'd be people going I like it A for effort It wasn't bad If you liked Fab's Manuka honey joke <laughs> Contact him, he's on Twitter Why do they call bit. it Manuka when it's spelt the same way as Manuka? I don't know mate You say tomato, I say tomato I say pomodori I didn't say tomatoes I said tomato Pomodoro Thank you you had quite enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's dead. That's it. We're, that's finished. Yeah. We lost. It, it was yeah. Shit. <laughs> it was 
good that Sydney got beaten though, so we didn't. So what? We didn't lose the position. You know, actually, I got another Johnny Raincloud. I was listening to um, Essendon one. I was, no, I was listening to uh, uh, was that on Saturday afternoon? Yeah. I must have been driving to the airport, and they were doing the pregame. And um, someone on the pregame was talking about uh, it's so great to see so many Sydney fans at the game. Geez, they got a great membership down here, and it's it's so great to see those of uh, those of the you know, stuck with the Bloods when they you know when they relocated. I was like, that was forty years ago. <laughs> it was nineteen eighty two. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, these generations of supporters have come and gone since then. They don't even know them as South Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, great South Melbourne heritage. They've got no South Melbourne heritage. They're kidding themselves. They wear that stupid fucking jumper. It's just the Davies. It's just the Davis family. Basically. <laughs> they wear that stupid jumper and everyone jerks themselves off about it. Did your folks go down, Timbo? Uh, I think they did. They don't miss too many in Melbourne. Or was your mum too busy? Beating your dad at lawn bowls. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I actually haven't spoken to him, but I'm, I'll, I'll see dad tomorrow. Uh, actually, I probably won't. Anyway, uh, no, no, he's, he's picking up Torrin to take him to a cricket clinic, but uh, I'm not going to be around. So, uh, I mean, you could be. I digress. No, I think I'm going to be on the way to Wallen. Wallara. Wallara? Wallara Waters. Oh, Waters. Is there water there at the moment? There is. Isn't that landlocked? Well, yeah, it's Wallen. <laughs> it's just north of like beachside Wallen. <laughs> I was going to say, where are you finding this water, Timbo? Yeah, no, it's a bit of a floodplain. It's a creek that flows through it. It's yeah, good. the story of like the old a few British, wetlands. The British footballers who used to come down here to play NSL on that side for sunshine because they thought it was oh shit by the beach. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> this you, this was a mistake. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, that's it. We're done. I'm finished. Yeah, yeah. Put that one in the can. We probably don't. Well, I won't be watching the uh, the replay again. That's for sure. No, no. Maybe just to watch O'Brien's rundown tackle. I did enjoy yeah. that. <sighs> I'll send you a cut of highlights of Josh Battle's game. Timbo, don't stress. Cool. It'll be a vine. His <laughs> six second video. Ah, <laughs> uh, for Tim Davis. Always a pleasure, Sean. For Faba Ganoush. A fun call, ragazzi. Oh, does that go fuck yourself? It, it is. Not, no, not to our listeners, but I just... Yeah, to me. Yeah. Moy Aldrich, you and, you and, you oh. and Timbo. Yeah, old Monica mate. Oh, that's a savage. For me, Sean Peter, thank you. We'll catch you again next week. Come on, Blues. Lift. <laughs> <laughs>